You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Avram Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. I'm looking at the Parsha of Balak, and I'm looking at the last section of it. And the truth is that if you look at this Parsha, you'll possibly remember something much earlier. Before I get to that, I want to tell you a joke. Um, you're not used to jokes coming from me on this podcast, but let's see what we can do. It's actually an old joke, and I'm sure most of you already heard it, but I always like it, so maybe you will too. So the joke goes, why is it that the Jews spent 40 years wandering in the desert? Know the answer? The answer is because Moshe is a guy. Guys don't ask for directions. So I think that's a funny joke, but, you know, maybe offensive to some people. You never know these days. And uh, we're going to actually address that topic about how things uh, are offensive more easily today than they were um, certainly a generation ago. At least we'll touch it on the side. But what this idea, which is, you know, it's funny because, in fact, we notice that men do ask less than women in terms of directions, but really anything else as well, meaning that women tend to be uh, much more cooperative um, than men. And if you go way back in the podcast to something that's not really part of the series, uh, a discussion that I had at one of the local schools with some new couples about how do you learn with your spouse, um, I discussed that men and women have different learning styles, and I've uh, taught extensively with both groups and been, you know, spent many years in women's Bate Midrash and noticed over the years that the atmosphere is much more cooperative. There's much more of a natural sensitivity one to the other, of, of willingness to get help from the other, which in the men's Bate Midrash is. Uh, much not uh, much less the case that men will tend to be much more competitive. Now you can go into nurture, nature, whatever you want, but simply the reality is I saw it, and presumably for those who laughed at the joke, what makes the joke funny? Um, for those of you who didn't laugh at the joke, can't help you. But be that as it may, uh, the parsha that we see is a development of something that we see earlier. And that is that Moshe um, in Parshat Bahalotcha, when the complaints begin in that Parsha in chapter 11, Perakut Aleph, uh, Moshe is beside himself. And his response is very interesting on many fronts. Um, the two parts of it that I really want to mentioned to you. The first one is that he says to God, and I'll quote the Pasuk, this is uh, verse 14, Pasuk Yudal, Lo chal anochi levadi leset et kol ki kaved mimeni. I'm not able to handle this entire people by myself because it's, it's too heavy for me. Uh, so the first thing that Moshe does is he asks for help, right? In and of itself, not unreasonable. In fact, that's the lesson that Yitro, his father-in-law, has taught him that there's sometimes that you really 
do need help and failure to get it is uh, suicidal. It's highly problematic. So that's one side of the coin. But here, I would suggest that Moshe interprets it too widely. And I think that Rashi is on my side when in the next verse, which has an anomaly, uh, Moshe calls God at as opposed to Ata, you and the feminine. Uh, Rashi, uh, and very interesting Rashi, we don't have time to delve into it, but Rashi says that feminine is to indicate, uh, and I quote, Tashash kohosh al Moshe kinekeva. That Moshe's strength became weakened like that of a female. Again, not interested in getting into stereotypes. There are some very strong women physically, uh, weak men. But the point that Rashi is making is, I think, that Moshe's response was a rather feminine response, meaning that Moshe sought help, sought cooperation, sought, sought others to help him. He wanted to ask for directions, but luckily he stopped in time. Uh, be that as it may, um, Moshe is acting in a way that Rashi, I think, sees critically. And I think this week's parsha, Parsha Balach at the end, is an indication of that as well. Uh, if you want the full story, again, go into my essay this week in the Jewish press, in print, uh, hopefully uh, online as well. Usually it's online, sometimes it's forgotten, but uh, hopefully it'll be in there this week. And, um, or you can, as I mentioned before, you can subscribe to it. You can go into my new website, um, and, and, and on and on. If you want to read it, all you have to do is Google and you'll find a million ways to get it. But in any case, uh, the short of it is that Moshe asks for leaders and God gives him these leaders in Ba'alotcha at the beginning of the story. Now, I suggest we're coming to the end of the story. Where had these, where have these leaders been since they were established? Have you seen them? I certainly haven't. Through the Cherem Raglim, right? Through the sin of the spies, through the various other sins, right? Where were they? And right before Pinchas takes on the mantle of leadership, uh, the issue still, still seems to be where are they? God says to Moshe, as the Israelites are cavorting with the Moabite women, get the leaders to do something. Right? It's a difficult psukim. There are different ways to understand it. But essentially, God says to Moshe, where are your leaders? And Moshe tries to organize the leaders, but it doesn't happen that way. Rather, Pinchas comes to the fore and acts individually by himself, right? No asking for who's going to help me. No looking around for helpers, right? In fact, there's a masculine and feminine approach uh, or part of every person's part personality, and it's appropriate. Uh, the masculine approach is appropriate at certain times. As we mentioned with Moshe, uh, when Yitro told him to get help, that was the appropriate avenue. But there are times when it's inappropriate. Um, in fact, a friend of mine, this is going back to the beginning of the, of the podcast, a friend of mine suggested that what we're seeing 
in the last uh, several decades is a feminization of society where we're perhaps rectifying and going uh, to, to, to a different extreme that, you know, up till now there's been conflict and war and toughness um, and a lack of cooperation. And that was an, an extreme level. And they were going to the other extreme where uh, we're so careful about offending anyone and uh, trying to always cooperate, even in times when the correct thing to do is to take the spear like Pinchas and to act. No one likes to do such things, neither did Pinchas. But there are times when a person must take action. And there's a time for one to display, uh, whether one is male or female, to display the masculine side and the active side and the individualistic side that doesn't ask for directions, that doesn't ask for helpers, but acts when the time comes for him or her to act. And I think there's a lot to learn from this Parsha. Yes, many times failure not to ask, not to get help is extremely problematic, right? Again, for, don't get lost in the desert for 40 years. But there are perhaps as many times where looking for help from others is really a cop-out from uh Doing the work that we have to do, the issue it comes up also in Pirkei Avot. Hillel is famous for saying, "Im ein anili mili." If I'm not going to do the job for myself, no one else is going to do it. And Rabbeinu Yonah on Pirkei Avot points out how important it is to have a person's constant voice. Weighing upon themselves. No one else is going to do that job for you. No one else is going to be reminding you and working with you every second of the day. That's a job you have to do yourself. So that's it for today. And I want to remind you to uh, think about this and bring it into your own life. Yes, ask when you need to, but when you need to do the job, do the job. And part of that job may be to Thanks continue for, us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.